This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Well, good morning, Brad, and all of our listeners, and I wish you a blessed Freedom Week. Yes, it may be hard to remember, but uh, this week started on the 27th of April by us commemorating Freedom Day in South Africa. And of course, that's a very, very significant day for us in South Africa, because we remember that there was a time in this nation where not everyone had the kind of freedoms, certainly the kind of political and democratic freedoms that we enjoy today. Uh, I had a friend, uh, Professor Robert Fossler, he's one of my colleagues at Stellenbosch University, who sent me a note on Freedom Day to say, Dion, a blessed Freedom Day. And even though we may not have freedom of movement, we know that we are free because we have the freedom that comes from being in Christ. And of course, that is absolutely true. We also remember, of course, on Freedom Day that many of the freedoms that we enjoy, the right to vote, uh, the right to associate freely, um, the right to be able to flourish in our lives, the right to to be friends with and uh, build relationships with persons of any economic class, any ethnicity, any culture, any race, all of these freedoms were very hard won. And of course, many of them by Christian women and men. Um, I think, for example, of Robert Sabukwe, one of the very first political prisoners who was um, imprisoned on Robben Island. He was a Methodist lay preacher and uh, began his work um, as a preacher. People like Z.K. Matthews, who was uh, a congregational uh, member. Our current president, Cyril Ramaphosa, who headed up the Student Christian Association. Um, during his years at uh, at tertiary studying. So many of our leaders have these very, very deep values of freedom that come from their experience of what it means to live in Christ. Now, I want to share with you just one example of this. You know, one of the churches that has really gone on a tremendous, tremendous journey in this regard is the Reformed uh, Sister Churches in South Africa, and by that I mean the Uniting Reformed Church of South Africa, uh, called Urksa often, or the Fiegeka, um, and the Dutch Reformed Church. Uh, and of course, there was at one stage the Dutch Reformed Church in Africa. You know, in, in the in the 1800s, um, when the church was started, they faced something of a crisis in their identity. Because the one thing that they believed is that when you are baptized, when you receive Christ as your savior and you're baptized as a member of the church, you bear the image of God fully. Yet, of course, during that period of history, there were these very overt, politically racist uh, ideas. And so the problem came when black members of the church and white members of the church wanted to celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion together. And some members of the church said, even though we are equal in the eyes of Christ, we can't all eat from the same plate and drink from the same cup. Can you imagine that? I mean, how, how heartbreaking uh, is that? And so, of course, uh, a long struggle began um, over a period of, of many, many years. And um, eventually the outcome was that, um, you know, the one side of the church adopted a very, very sort of radical, um, inclusive view of what it means to be in Christ, uh, the Uniting Reformed Church. And so people like Alan Bussack, uh, Russell Bortman, uh, and many other Christian leaders out of that church advocated for the fact 
that, um, you know, justice is central to the Christian faith, that we are united in Christ and that our, our true freedom, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our social freedoms come to us from Christ, not from the state. And then, of course, we, we know that, sadly, uh, the other side of the church had entered into what later they declared as the heresy of apartheid theology, reading the scriptures in ways that excluded others, that said that some were better by virtue of their race than others. And, of course, they recanted of that, and now they're one of the most, I would say, progressive denominations when it comes to trying to work for inclusion and grace. So it reminded me again that during this time, uh, particularly during the, the South African lockdown and when many of us are facing great restrictions, when, when many of our sisters and brothers are, are struggling a great deal, that as Christians we have a responsibility not only to understand that we are free in Christ, but to live in ways that make others free. You see, that was the problem with that early dispute in the church. They thought that they could believe something that everybody is equal in Christ without having to practice it. Now, in theology, we speak about that as the relationship between doctrine and ethics. Uh, the Bible is absolutely clear on this. It says, you know, show me what you believe by what you do. Uh, don't just say that you believe things, but, but let, your, let your feet, let your hands, let your heart, let your, your mouth uh, match what is, is uh, your confession of faith. So I want to say to you, sisters and brothers, as we live in freedom, let's find ways to, to increase that freedom, not only for ourselves, but also for others. And very often that does mean, I've experienced that in my own life, that if you want freedom for others, it might mean that you need to curtail some of your own preferences and choices. Just think about this as a parent. Um, when your children were very young, you couldn't just go wherever you wanted uh, because you knew you had a baby and the baby needed to eat at certain times and sleep at certain times and bath at certain times. So you would, you would regulate your, your time. You would, you would work out what can we do and what can't we do, what is better for our child and, and what is not. And the same applies to our common life in public, our political life often, if we need to talk about it, our economic life. We have to say, are there things that I may not want to do or things that I may find difficult not to do, but I need to engage in, in giving up that privilege of mine or that right of mine so that others can have an opportunity to flourish, to be free and to be whole. So I leave you with this wonderful verse from John chapter 8 verse 36, where uh, John says, you know, if the Son sets you free, if Jesus set you free, you will be free Indeed. So I wish you every blessing during this Freedom Week, and I pray that you live into the freedom that you have. Lean into it. And as the lockdown restrictions begin to change, we go to level four, three, two, pray that we get to level one. Uh, I pray that you would do that not only with courage, but also with responsibility to Christ and for your fellow citizens. So this is Dion Foster greeting you. Uh, I can't say from Stellenbosch University, although that's where I work. I'm in my home. So stay home, stay safe, and uh, may the Lord bless you with his freedom. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.